0: what's up what's up everybody welcome to bragging rights i'm gbd which stands for gold and blue dude and this show is all about college football so the first topic that i wanted to talk about tonight is the top 25 shakedown and really there, there wasn't that big of a shake-up this week uh it's really the top and some teams got knocked out and some new teams entered so the teams that knocked that got knocked out. The first one is Michigan. They look bad. I don't know if they're going to give Jim Harbaugh a pass, but uh, he's not looking very good. He's probably on the hot seat. Uh, the next team, Boise State. They got obliterated by BYU. They were ranked 21. Michigan was ranked 23. They're both out now. The the two new teams, number 23, Northwestern, and I expected this. Northwestern looks like a pretty decent team. Uh, They'll get tested here in a few weeks. They do have to play Purdue on Saturday. And then Louisiana Lafayette, uh, they've actually played really good this year. They beat a a good Iowa State team, and their only loss was to a good Coastal Carolina team, and that that was a close game. So the biggest shakeup in the top 25 this week is really at the top, and there was two games that affected the top. The first one was Florida. In Georgia, and Georgia needs an offense. Their defense is okay, but Georgia does not have an offense. They're knocked out. They're out of the playoff race, barring some crazy miracle. But Florida, uh, Florida, Kyle Trask, he's the real deal. And uh, their defense defense isn't half bad as well. They need to work on their pass defense. But overall, Florida looked good. And uh, if they keep playing like this, they'll get their shot. At Alabama. Believe this or not, if Florida loses another game, they'll still get into the SEC championship because of the tiebreaker over Georgia. So think about that. Could a two loss Florida team make it to the playoffs if they're the SEC champion? I don't know. But the biggest game that affected the top was Notre Dame and Clemson. That game was bad news, number one for Cincinnati, number two for some of these other one-loss teams like Miami and uh, Texas A&M, because that's gonna make it a lot more difficult for those one-loss teams or Cincinnati to creep in. So here's how the top looks real quick. Uh, Alabama shoots to the top. They're the undisputed new number one team in the nation. Uh, number two, Notre Dame. They jump from number four to number two. Ohio State stays the same, and they didn't actually look all that great against Rutgers. Uh, Clemson falls to number four so technically right now they would still be in a playoff spot Uh, number five Texas A&M they jumped Cincinnati number six Florida they jumped Cincinnati and then number seven Cincinnati so Cincinnati hasn't done anything wrong but uh, they still jump Florida and A&M over Cincinnati then we have eight BYU nine Miami and don't forget about number 10 Indiana they're looking pretty good and uh They might have put uh, Jim Harbaugh in the fast lane to finding a new job because, let's face it, they flat out embarrassed Michigan. If you watch that game, it, it wasn't really a close game. Michigan tried to come back and make it a game, but they still got obliterated. 38 to 21. The bad news for Indiana, though, is they have to go to Ohio State and to Wisconsin. So, Indiana will be tested this year and it's weird to even say that because where did this team come from but here they are number 10 and it's weird to say but it's the truth uh worth mentioning real quick Liberty down at number 22 they jumped from number 25 to number 22 because they went on the road and beat a halfway decent Virginia Tech team now (laughs) That was a crazy game. First, Liberty jumped off to a massive lead, and then Virginia Tech uh, battled back and made it a game, and then Liberty went for a game-winning field goal at the end, got it blocked, Virginia Tech returned it, but Virginia Tech called a timeout before he kicked it. So Liberty got a redo, kicked the winning field goal, and Liberty won. So if Liberty goes undefeated, here's what their resume will look like as far as good win. Good wins at Syracuse, at Virginia Tech, at NC State, and at Coastal Carolina. So that's not a bad resume if they go undefeated. The problem for them, they're not in the conference, and they have no bowl tie-ins. So I have no idea what uh, the people in college football are going to do with Liberty. Uh, I didn't know all that. And Hugh Freeze is their coach, and he's he's known for uh, his crazy antics at uh, Ole Miss. But he's doing a great job in Liberty right now. But uh, the main story was the shakeup at the top. And uh, Clemson, you know, that's not a bad loss for Clemson. But uh, they do have to win out to uh, get back to the ACC championship and get to the playoffs. And they do get Trevor Lawrence. So that's the top 25 shakedown. Let's go on to our next topic. And this is one of my favorite topics. This is the bragging rights Trophy named directly after this show. And I picked out four teams that I awarded the brag and Wright trophy for uh, this week. The first team, of course, Notre Dame. Now, I know Clemson didn't have their star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, Heisman contender, but their backup quarterback, he's pretty good too. The problem with Clemson was their defense. Their defense has looked a little shaky. Uh, The past two games, not just Notre Dame, but Boston College as well, but I still predicted Clemson to win this game, but Notre Dame, uh, they looked pretty good. Ian Book, he still needs some work, though. I'm not going to lie. He did enough for Notre Dame to win, but he he really didn't look all that impressive. Here's a little tidbit for y'all, and I didn't know this till about a week ago when one of my other friends told me about it. The last time Notre Dame won a national championship was back in 1988, and it was against my team, West Virginia. But that's the year that the Lakers and the Dodgers and the Irish won their respective national championships or professional championships. Well, the Lakers and the Dodgers have already done their job, so this could be the magical year for the Irish. We'll see how that turns out. I just thought that was a crazy coincidence. I think that would be really cool if that happened, to be honest with you. But uh, Ian Buck, he went 22 for 39, 310 yards and one touchdown. So he had had a respectable game. Uh, That tied in for Notre Dame. He looked really good. Uh, The running back, Kyrene Williams, 23 carries for 140 yards, three touchdowns. So Notre Dame, uh, they had their way on the passing and – on the running side of the offense, uh, Clemson couldn't stop anything. I knew when that game went into overtime, I knew that Notre Dame was going to win because Clemson Clemson was not going to stop Notre Dame, especially at the 25-yard line. So Notre Dame, they get awarded the first Bragging Rights Trophy. The next team, Florida. Again, I was wrong. I thought Georgia was going to beat Florida. I guess the real reason that I picked Georgia was I believe it when I see it, because the past few years, you know, Florida fans have been saying, you know, we're better than Georgia, we're going we're gonna to do it. And I was like, you know, I kind of believed it because Georgia never, they, they've never really had a great offense. Well, this year they don't have hardly any offense. Florida hangs 44 on them, and the final score was 44 to 28. Uh, That's why Florida is getting the bragging rights trophy as well. And for Florida, all they have to do is win out and win the SEC championship and they're in the playoffs. But even if they get another loss, they're still going to the SEC championship. And if that were to happen and then they beat Alabama, and I know I mentioned it before, do they put a two loss SEC champion Florida in the playoffs. That is a discussion worth mentioning if it happens. Kyle Trask, 30 for 43, 474 yards. The dude can sling. Uh, four touchdowns and one interception. Uh, their defense held Stetson Bennett to 78 yards passing. Look, I knew Stetson Bits, I knew Stetson Bennett was not a good quarterback, but Florida just made him look silly. And Florida. Florida really doesn't have that great of a defense. So that that's that's almost embarrassing for uh Stetson Bennett. So uh Jamie Newman, Jamie Newman opting out for Georgia is look is looking worse and worse as each week passes. So Georgia out of the playoff race, Florida firmly in, and they are also awarded my Bragging Rights Trophy. Another team, my third team, that I'm awarding a Bragging Rights Trophy to is Indiana, this team came out of nowhere. If you predicted this happening, then I need to get a hold of you because uh, you might know the winning lottery uh, numbers because I didn't even see this coming. Uh, Indiana whoops up on Michigan, 38-21. And I know Michigan is not a great team, but for Indiana to beat Michigan in football, that, that's a pretty big deal. And it all, center around, it all centers around their quarterback, Michael Penix. He was 30 for 50. 342 yards and three touchdowns but they have two very tough road games at ohio state and at wisconsin if wisconsin can get healthy and right now a lot of teams are having some issues with uh COVID outbreaks uh, uh three or four teams in the sec right now so hopefully they can uh get better and uh get back into the big 10 race because they've had to cancel their last two games so indiana my third team to grab a bragging rights trophy. They are three and they're number 10 in the nation and uh, they will get tested at Ohio State and Wisconsin. The final team, my fourth team that gets awarded a bragging rights trophy for this week is going to be Liberty. This team is looking really, really good. And on offense, it centers around one person and that is their quarterback Malik Willis. He is obviously their best quarterback and their best running back. This this dude can run the ball as well. Uh, on his passing stats, he was 20 for 30 for 217 yards and three touchdowns. For rushing, he was 19 carries for 108 yards and one touchdowns and one touchdown. He outdulled Hendon Hooker. If you go back and look at the stats for Hendon Hooker, that dude had himself a game as well. But somehow, uh, Malik Willis outdueled him and he looks great. I'm wondering why these two quarterbacks are not in the Heisman uh, race because, well, especially Malik Willis, because his team's undefeated. Uh, Liberty's beating teams that they have no business beating. They're better than even I expected. Even the first game of the year, I had them losing to Western Kentucky. So if I told you that I saw Liberty coming, I would be lying. I had no idea. So Liberty – Beats Virginia Tech 38 to 30, 35 in a crazy, crazy game. Uh, y'all need to go back and Google that and watch the ending of the game. It is worth a Google. And Liberty climbs up to number 22 in the polls. And if they go undefeated, they'll have, and all these are road wins. Every single name I'm about to mention would be road wins at Syracuse, which happened, at Virginia Tech, which happened, and then the two left at NC State. And then at Coastal Carolina, that would be an impressive resume. So I'll be very interested to see what ball Liberty goes to because they have no ball tie-ins and they're not part of the conference. So let's recap the Bragging Rights Trophy winners. First team, Notre Dame. Second team, Florida. Third team, Indiana. And my fourth and final team, Liberty. So next week I'll have some more uh, bragging rights trophies to hand out. but for right now those are the first four teams ever to be awarded my bragging rights trophy. So the next topic that I wanted to talk about, I like to call it the final spot, but when you really think about it, it's not technically the final spot because none of these teams are a lock for the playoffs. I'm talking about the playoffs. Now, we all kind of figure that Alabama, And Ohio State are going to be in the playoffs, barring some crazy thing happening, which can't be ruled out. I mean, let's go back. Ohio State, they did not look that great against Rutgers. And Indiana has looked pretty good. So that game in Columbus between Indiana and Ohio State, I will definitely be watching. But uh, for argument's sake, we're going to say that Alabama and Ohio State are in. And then I'm going to say the winner of the Notre Dame-Clemson game will take a spot. So that's why I call this the final spot. This is the last spot. So the teams that uh, are worth mentioning for the final spot, Florida, big win over Georgia. All they have to do, win out, beat Alabama, they're in. Texas A&M, they only have one loss, and it's against Alabama. So They would need Alabama to lose twice to get into the SEC championship because Alabama holds the head-to-head. So if they went out, they'll only have one loss, but they won't be a conference champion. And then Cincinnati. And I'm telling you, Cincinnati is a good team, and they're going to have some pretty good wins. They'll have wins over Army. They'll have wins over SMU, Memphis, UCF, Uh, and they're going to have to beat one of those teams twice. So Cincinnati's a pretty good team. And I think they have a legitimate chance to get into the playoffs. They do need things. They do need some things to happen, but I mean, they're number seven in the nation. And I know they failed one spot and, and I don't agree with it because they've done nothing wrong. They've played amazing, but they're up there. They don't have to battle from the bottom or anything like that, like uh, Central Florida did a few years ago. They're already up there. They just need a few teams up there to mess up, and they'll probably get that spot. Then the next team, Indiana. I was not expecting to uh, mention Indiana in the conversation of the playoffs, but I can't deny them anymore. They looked pretty good against um, Penn State in overtime. Of course, it looks like Penn State's not a very good team now. And uh, they looked really good against Michigan. Their real test will be their trips to Ohio State and Wisconsin, and that brings me to the last thing: Wisconsin. Now, at the beginning of the year, I said if Wisconsin won out, won the Big Ten championship, they're in an undefeated Big Ten champion. Now that they've had to cancel two games, and I know it's not their—I know it's not their part. They had a COVID outbreak, but that—that kind of makes me think Wisconsin might need a little bit of help as well because uh, that's two games off the schedule that they lose. So they, they're they only going to have a six-game regular season. And if you include the Big Ten Championship, it'll be seven. And uh, I don't think their schedule is strong enough to support a 6-0, and 7-0 undefeated Big Ten champion uh, to get in the playoffs. I know they would beat Ohio State. I just don't think it would be fair to the other teams. Now, how the playoff committee thinks, I have no idea. But as long as they went out and beat Ohio State, that gives them a chance. The team that I think that has the highest chance of getting that fourth and final spot, well, it depends on who wins between Notre Dame and Clemson and what happens between now and and the ACC championship. I'm not convinced that Notre Dame won't lose another game before the ACC championship. They could lose to Boston college or North Carolina before they get to Clemson. And if they lose a game before they get there and then Clemson beats them, they're out. If they lose two games before they get to Clemson, they're not even going to the ACC championship because Miami will get there. So I guess Miami would be up there too, but that's if a lot of chaos were to happen. I mean, they'd, they'd have to have Notre Dame lose twice or uh, Clemson lose another game because Clemson holds the tiebreaker over Miami as well. So I guess technically Miami is still in the conversation, but they they need Notre Dame or Clemson to mess up badly. So that fourth spot, I would say – Depending on the Notre Dame-Clemson, I said it before, I would give it to Cincinnati. If Notre Dame or Clemson messes up and is basically the winner of the ACC championship getting in, in that fourth spot, I like Cincinnati because I don't think Florida is going to beat Alabama. And I think Texas A&M could actually pick up another loss. And I would actually give the nod over uh, Texas A&M for Cincinnati because they'd have more good wins by the end of the year, uh, and more games that they've played, and they would would be a conference champion. Now, I don't know if that's how the playoff committee would, you know, evaluate the situation, but that's my take on it. I would put Cincinnati in if Notre Dame and Clemson, you know, do something chaotic. But if not, then your four playoff teams are going to be Alabama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Clemson. So, really, that fourth spot comes down to Notre Dame and Clemson. And uh, it kind of sucks for those other teams that it's not really in their hands. But this is college football. That's how it is. And that's why I said that Notre Dame beating Clemson was a bad thing for all these other teams that are trying to get into the playoffs, except for Florida. Florida still controls their own destiny. They went out, they beat Alabama. They're getting in. And then you have another conversation because Alabama and undefeated Alabama losing in the SEC championship, I think they get in as well. So then, then we'd have a whole nother mess of things to talk about. So there's a lot of scenarios, a lot of chaos that can still happen. But I still think it comes down. The key to that last spot will be Notre Dame and Clemson. And then the last topic that I want to talk about are gbd's pick of the week i do spread pick uh i do spread picks every single week and last week i went eight and two uh go back and watch my show i have proof so i'm expecting to do to do great again overall I also have a youtube channel i don't know if i've mentioned that as well gold and blue dude so uh including my channel overall this year i'm 55 and 46 so i I've, I've had a few rough weeks before don't get me wrong I am human I've had a few rough weeks but as of late I've been on fire so I picked out 10 games and I'm going to give you my spread pick for the week so the first game is number nine Miami at Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech is laying two and a half I think this game is where any chance of an ACC championship appearance, any chance of making it to the playoffs ends for Miami. I think Miami goes on the road, and I think they lose to Virginia Tech, and I'm going to lay those two and a half points because I think Virginia Tech is going to win by 10 points or more. I think Virginia Tech's run game, including their quarterback, Hendon Hooker will be too much for Miami. I know I know uh, Miami's quarterback is is brilliant. He's a Heisman Trophy contender as well. But Miami is not good on the road. I mean, look at that last game against North Carolina. North Carolina is not, not a great team. They've fallen off a cliff. Uh, no, that wasn't Miami. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, NC State, there we go. Miami and NC State. Even worse, NC State is not a good team. And So I think they go on the road to Virginia Tech and lay an egg. That's why I'm going to lay those two and a half points. Give me Virginia Tech in a mild upset. The next game, number 10, Indiana at Michigan State. Let me go back and correct that. Virginia Tech's laying two and a half points. That's not an upset. That's uh, taking the points. Sorry. I saw the ranking beside Miami. Anyways, next game, number 10, Indiana at Michigan State. Indiana laying seven and a half points. Uh, I'm gonna lay those points. I think Indiana is a much better team than Michigan State. We saw we saw Michigan State this past week and they looked terrible. I think Indiana goes in confident, ready to go, and Michigan State's licking their wounds. Give me Indiana big over Michigan State. That's why I'm gonna lay those seven and a half points. Number 12, Georgia, the next game at Missouri laying 11 and a half points. I'm actually going to take those points because Missouri has a good offense and Georgia does not. And if we go back to the first game of the season, Missouri actually kind of held their, held their own against Alabama. And Georgia is definitely, definitely not as good as Alabama. I'm not calling for the straight up upset, but I will take the 11 and a half points. And don't be surprised if Missouri makes Georgia sweat. Uh, now to the 3:30 games. Number two, Notre Dame at Boston College. Notre Dame laying 13 and a half points. Get ready. I'm taking the points and I'm taking Boston College on the money line. I'm calling it. I think Boston College upsets Notre Dame. We saw what Boston College did against Clemson in Clemson, we saw what Boston College almost did against North Carolina. Boston College is due for a major upset. And this is going to be that major upset. And this is going to throw the playoff race into chaos. Give me those 13 and a half points and give me Boston College on the money line. Phil Jer- Jerk jerkovic. jerkovic Phil jerkovic the quarterback for Boston College. You know, I never heard of him, but whenever I looked up his stats, he's a pretty stinking good quarterback. And Ian Buck, I'm not sold on him at all. So I'm going to take Boston College at home, and I think they kind of lull Notre Dame to sleep. If you ever watched a Boston College game at Boston College, they kind of lull you to sleep, and then somehow at the end you wake up, and there you go. You've been beat. And I think that's what happens. Notre Dame gets upset by Boston College. The next game, we go over to the West Coast, number 20, USC against Arizona. Uh, USC laying 14 points. I'm going to lay those uh, 14 points. USC all over Arizona, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about that game. The next game, number three, Ohio State at Maryland. Ohio State laying 26 points. I think that's just a little too much points, so give me those points. I'm not picking Maryland for the upset, but I think Ohio State will win by maybe three touchdowns. But 26 is just a little bit too much, especially uh, how they looked against Rutgers. I still think they win big, but I'm going to take the points. Then we move on to the only 6 o'clock game, and that is number one, Alabama at LSU, and Alabama is laying 28 points. I'll lay those 28 points all all day long. I would lay 35 points. I would lay 42 points. I would lay 50 points. Look, Alabama is not going to have mercy on LSU. They remember what happened last year. Alabama, not not only are they the the number one team in the nation, not only are they way better than LSU, but they, they have revenge on their minds. This is going to be an ugly, ugly game. And don't be surprised if a fight breaks, breaks out in this game. It's going to be very, very ugly. I'm going to take Alabama by 40. I'm being serious. And Then the late games, the 7 o'clock games. The first game, Arkansas at number 6, Florida. Florida laying 17-and-a-half. This might surprise some people. I'm actually going to take the 17-and-a-half. I still think Florida wins comfortably. But don't sleep on this Arkansas team. They are a really, really good team. And they are due for a really, really, really good game. Not enough to upset Florida because Florida's offense is super dynamic. But Florida's pass defense is still suspect. So I think Arkansas can lay some big plays on Florida, and keep it kind of close. I'm going to take Florida by two touchdowns. Another West Coast game, 7 o'clock. Oregon, number 11 Oregon at Washington State. Oregon laying 8.5. I'm going to lay 8.5. Oregon looked really, really good against Washington State, and I'm still not sold on Washington State. Washington State, I know they won, but I don't think Washington State finishes with more than four or five wins, and I think this is one of their big losses of the year. Then the very last game that I'm picking. Number 23 Northwestern at Purdue. And Northwestern is laying 3 points. This this is a tough one to pick. Both of these teams are undefeated. Northwestern has looked better than Purdue, but it is on the road and strange things happen on the road. Northwestern laying 3. Am I going to pick the upset? No, I'm going to stick with Northwestern, and I'll take the points. I think they win still in a close game, but I think they'll win by a touchdown or so. Uh, I've watched Northwestern uh, in their last game, and they, they actually look really good. They move the ball well. They don't score a ton of points, but their defense gets enough stops for the win, and I think Northwestern pulls out another great win, and I think Northwestern climbs into the top 20. Maybe they start entering into the playoff conversation. No, no, no. It's, it's way too far off for that. Um, I'm going to wait three or four weeks if they're still undefeated to even start mentioning Northwestern. But Indiana, like I mentioned in my other segment, Indiana, keep your eye on that. So there's my GBD picks of the week. I'm taking uh, Virginia Tech over Miami, laying the two and a half. I'm taking Indiana over Michigan State, laying the seven and a half. I'm taking Georgia over Missouri. But I'm taking the 11 and a half points. And I'm taking Notre Dame to get upset by Boston College. So give me those points. And I'm taking Boston College on the money line. Uh, USC, I'm taking them, laying the points all over Arizona. Ohio State, I'll take those points. I think it's going to be closer than 26. Alabama, laying them in a revenge game. I'm telling you, if if y'all want to see an ugly uh, beatdown, Go watch the Alabama LSU game. Uh, Taking Florida over Arkansas, but I'm taking the 17 and a half. Uh, Oregon over Washington State, laying the eight and a half, and then Northwestern over Purdue, laying the three points. So there's my GBD's picks of the week. Last week I was eight and two. Overall, if you're counting my YouTube channel, Golden and Blue Dude, I am 56 and 44. I'm 11 over 500, and the experts would call that. Slaying Vegas. And I've picked a ton of upsets this year. I've missed a couple of them, but I've picked a ton of upsets that have panned out. So there you go. If you like betting, uh, there's you a little bit of insight for some good bets this week. I'm wrapping up the show. I hope y'all enjoyed Bragging Rights this week by yours truly, GBD Golden Blue Dude. I'll be right back here next week, same time, same channel. And uh, I hope everybody has a great week. We'll see you.